You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. Sparks, Kimono, My House. In the room I have Rob. Fuck yes. Ben. Ha! Solange. Heartbeat! Increasing heartbeat! And John. Yep. <laughs> Kimono, My House is the third album by American rock band Sparks. The record was released in May 1974 on Island Records. The producer was Muff Woodwin. And yeah. the, the genre is glam rock, art rock, you and say, wait, did you say pop Muff rock. Woodwin? He sure did. <laughs> it's, it's Steve Wood, 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 Woodwin. Woodwin, not Woodwin. Oh, shit. <laughs> ah, Muff Woodwin. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Steve. Uh, Steve Sorry, fucking Steve. Woodwin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me do that again. Uh, the producer was Muff Winwood, and the genre is glam rock and art rock, pop rock. And I'm going to read from the book, Chris Shade. L.A. keyboard playing lyricist Ron Mayle and singer singing young, younger brother Russell relocated to London in 1974. Following positive reactions to their live shows by the British press, Recruiting a new band through the classifieds, they crashed into the UK top 10 with a glam rock operette. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. Opening with hypnotic keyboards and unsettling vocals to a triumphant tidal wave of gunfire, operatic wailing, and screeching guitars. This led to a memorable appearance on the BBC's weekly show, Top of the Pops. Ron glowering at the camera, his Hitler mustache <laughs> emphasizing his deadpan, child-scaring demeanor while Russell danced giddily around him, profoundly displaying his bad teeth. With its kitsch and garish sleeve featuring cheeky geisha girls, Kimono was an instant commercial and critical success. Russell's falsetto on the frenetic bubblegum romp amateur hour is a perfect off-kilter compliment to Ron's Frequently hilarious wordplay, the high camp dramatics of Thank God It's Not Christmas and Hasta, Hasta Manana Masur Masur sounded like <laughs> early Roxy music directed a Broadway musical. Sparks anticipated new wave and spiky pro-punk of talent is an ascent while Equator's collision of jazz textures and increasingly demented vocals displays the male's more experimental edge. Three Decades on Kimono remains a key album. Its influence acknowledged by lifelong fan Morrissey, who invited Sparks to perform the album in its entirety, 2004, at London's Royal Festival Hall. All right, what do we think of Sparks? Uh, what yeah. have I been doing my entire life? Yay! Yes. I'm so glad you finally heard it. Hard, hard same. I was like, I like put this on, I heard this time big enough for the both of us, and I'm like, oh, Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> 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 I 
Sparks. Yeah. Sparks is one of, I, I feel like even more than what we should say, like you must hear, I feel like there's, there's a couple un, you know, unknown gems that they, they're throwing us. And this was definitely one, uh, you know, like OS Mutantes, I feel like is another one that people just don't, they don't think of when they think of like great albums, like really classic albums. And this is, this is right there. This album fucks, dude. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Like, uh, so we're listening to Amateur Hour right now. And like, I, I could see this in like a teen montage, you know, like where like kids are like, having fun at the mall and shit. You know, there's just, like, so much I could see that you could do with this album. It's a, it's a wild fucking mix. It's like, yeah, I, like, I saw different words applied to them, and one was bubblegum, and one is Baroque. And if you put those fucking things together, you absolutely get oh, the yeah. sound of this album. It, like As weird as it is, it's so pop-sensible. It's power pop. It's in, yeah. the, in the way that kinks are power pop, you know? It yeah. It fits right uh, there. It, it, but, uh, yeah, it's, Sparks are even, they're more off the handle than, than, than kinks, even. Yeah. At no point does it stop being catchy. No. no. They're, they're going to push. Like, it, it's an entire album where the dude's singing in like a high falsetto <laughs> register. They're going to try, they're, they're going to do everything they can to push all the boundaries, but it is just distilled pop. It never gets annoying. <laughs> it never it gets never annoying. annoying. You, you, every song is just going to get stuck in your head. Oh, You're yeah. going to be humming these little operatic falsettos all day long. And the songs are so driving. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, like, dude. Oh. Yeah. They're, ca- they're catchy as hell. Catchy as hell. Uh, like a punk energy. Oh, yeah. 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 It's frenetic. It's it's kinetic. It's, you know, etic. It, <laughs> it, it holds the same spot for me as uh, Plastic Betuan. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think it might have to do with how the drums are, like, just all four on the floor. Uh, and it's, I don't know, proto-punk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, man. Uh, like, uh, like on our little chat thread, like I, I, I posted up this thing. Like, it was like Edgar Wright's like, uh, you know, go to Sparks songs, which he's doing a documentary on them. I don't oh, know nice. if you guys oh, know about nice. that. Yeah, Ed, Edgar Wright. Uh, 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 two years ago, he recorded like their live show in London, and he's doing. He's currently working up a documentary on them. Oh, that's but awesome. yeah, like the entirety of their catalog, they've. 23 fucking records and yeah. they never shit the bed on any of them in fact some of the stuff in the 80s like fucking like is better than what was happening with synth pop that of the synth pop that you actually know I'm like, so, it's, they go through big stylistic crazy. changes yeah right? they do they work with Giorgio Moroder at one point which I I makes me very excited because I like got into like this I listened to it and I'm like whoa and I learned a lot about Sparks that I didn't know that apparently my fucking partner knew and did Probably told me and I didn't listen to it. <laughs> but like the fact that they worked with Giorgio Moroder, I'm like, well, I wanna I wanna check that out. And and they worked with one of my very, very favorite bands, which I bring up a lot, Telex, which um is a band that like nobody gives a fucking shit about at all. But like they wrote all the lyrics for Telex's uh I think their third album, Sex. Like Telex was like, you know, we wanna have some lyrics and we wrote a song about fucking Tintin. So we're gonna have we're gonna have <laughs> Wait, Tintin? Fart. Uh, it's the not dog? A, the little, no, Tintin's the guy. Belgian, the dog Belgian is treasure. snowy. Yeah. No, so the dog's snowy. No, they didn't write a song about Tintin, but the song En Route de Vela... They, Rin Tintin. Oh, it's called En Route, but I, I don't speak fucking French. Uh, the, the whole music video is Tintin-themed. Yeah, it was it was surprising when I was doing research because I, I knew that they got more into the electronic and they kind of disbanded. 
but it was like 1977. It was like four years like later. They're just like, yeah, we're done with rock and roll. Let's see what yeah. this is about. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then they just slayed. And they fucking murdered it. I'm so excited. Absolutely God bless them. Are we getting more sparks? Do you know? No. 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 Ah. no. It's a damn shame. It, it is a damn shame, but it, it it's a beautiful rabbit hole you can fall down. Oh, yeah. Because... I mean, I can't imagine what these guys are like live. I mean, if if Ron and Russell still like keep they, their personas, yeah, yeah, they oh, do. Man, they were on God. Gilmore Girls for crying out loud. They, <laughs> they have a new album coming out, you know, and you the know, new Gilmore Girls or the old one? I, not that I know the difference. Is it, I, I don't know. <laughs> is it wasn't there a, newer, a Gilmore a new, Girls revival? All I know is Sonic Youth was on Gilmore Girls. What and, and Sparks and in, Sparks in the same <laughs> episode. Is, is that a show I I've heard be it is, but I never dove into it. Are, are you like me where you're like, uh, I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> I like, didn't want to be an asshole. No, I, I, I avoided Buffy the Vampire Slayer like the plague until I no longer did. So I imagine Gilmore Girls will be a similar thing, but without vampires. Never seen mm. Buffy. I have. Oh, no oh my God. I highly recommend. Uh, okay, well, I wasn't about to finish that sentence and I'm not going to finish it now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, that was an unexpected pleasure. That I don't watch Buffy? No, no, Buffy. <laughs> Buffy, I wasn't, I, I wasn't expecting And Sparks. Like, and an Sparks. An unexpected pleasure. I, I, no, no, I've well, never I, heard I, this I, album before. I, I, I kind never of, heard this album. I expected to like this. It'd, be, it'd come recommended yeah. by enough uh, uh, verifiable sources. You were on tour with uh, Reverend Peyton the mo- most of the time when we were rocking Sparks back in the party show okay. with Jackson. Yeah. Um, Lots and that's, of Sparks. Yeah. Also, uh... I, I can't uh, neglect the uh, steamroller. Manheim steamroller? <laughs> yeah. Wigzack time. Wigzack time. Si- Wigzack time. Oh, Wigzackly? Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Out by Alex Cornia, who played, uh, thank God it's not, he made a Christmas band oh. where he dressed up like Klaus Nomi. Oh, that's awesome. And Did he play Thank God It's Not Christmas? Yes. Yeah. They covered that song, and I was like, this is fantastic. It's <laughs> Uh, this album yeah. really stacks the songs. I mean, they're all fucking amazing, but ending side one with Here in Heaven and then starting side two with Thank God It's Not Christmas. I thought side no, one ended Or do I have them backwards? I have them backwards, God. yeah. How some on Yana Monsieur is track one. Either way, they're, it's a banger. They're, it's a banger. they're loading the shit out of... I mean, they're all great, but Here in Heaven and Thank God It's Not Christmas are amazing songs. No, the side one is unfuckwithable. Yeah. Absolutely. I think both of them are not... I think they're... Not that I, like, listen to these on records or anything. I just think, like, I have been writing down the names of the songs so I remember which ones are which. But, like, I stopped doing that with this album because I liked all of them so <laughs> yeah. much. I was just like, I don't need to fucking know which one I like because they're all good, honestly. Like, it's an album. It, it yeah, like it a- really is a whole, like, just, and there's so few of those that I can think of that I really like that are just, like, I can listen to this whole thing and I can listen to it all over and over and over again because it's so good. 
But, uh, yeah, like, I've always, I'm like, Ben, like, this has been recommended to me. Sparks is apparently, like, my brother's, like, favorite band, and I didn't I know that. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I did, now that I know that about Harris, I also can see that. But, and then Ian was like, yeah, don't you remember Harris and I did, uh, this town ain't big enough for the both of us at karaoke? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> so, apparently I've just been exposed, but I just, like, When never. I was doing research, I, I read that, uh, this town ain't big enough for the both of us is, like, a karaoke like a manager's like worst nightmare they because no one can like actually do the falsetto oh, well, except like, that challenge yeah, <laughs> if my friend asked me to go to karaoke this weekend you better believe this well, is going to be on there isn't it keyed in a yeah yeah so it's like it's kind of tough to to sing on a or be like me and not know what that means and just don't care anyway like Get it. i'm doing That's it That's right <laughs> Right now we're listening to Here in Heaven, and mm. vocals aside, I get big, cheap, early Cheap Trick mm-hmm. vibes from this song. Yeah. I like Power Pop. Power Pop. This is where it's at. Uh, Ian calls Sparks, they might be giants for adults. <laughs> 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 I see it. <laughs> I see it. And before I knew what Sparks sounded like, I knew the album cover to, uh, not necessarily come out of my house, but it did look familiar, but uh, the, their follow-up to this uh, propaganda, yeah. <laughs> where it's just them tied and bound on the back of a speedboat. <laughs> yeah, all it's of like, it. It's such a striking image. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's up with this band, but I'm, they're in trouble. I love the introducing <laughs> album where it's just like the, the glam shot, the glamour shot. I'm hair. pretty sure that this is the only one of their like records that doesn't have them on the front cover. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, everything else is just consistent. And even like uh, one of them is like a, uh, like a redo of these songs, and it's like their faces like photoshopped like or just like done onto like some supermodels yeah <laughs> it's called like fake or yeah it's, uh, yeah man fucking hell what a good goddamn yeah. band this I is such a good also didn't know album. they were an la band yeah you know? uh, no. well they, they they're they're <laughs> officially a british band at this point uh, but they're born and raised in la yeah but they, that, they, but they have they so much British attitude and, and inflection. Yeah. Like, they couldn't break in L.A. They went yeah. over to London had to and go did to the thing. I'm just yeah. saying, like, stylistically, it makes me, it makes me, like, think of someone like Oingo Boingo with that, like, huge, like, musical, like, I don't, like, I don't mean production in terms of, like, their stage shows because I know that their stage shows are productions. I mean, like, that musical, like, over the top. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know bombastic. what I mean? Like, Absolutely. bombastic. I could see that. But now you all saying that they moved to like England and became like a British band and have the British affectation explains a lot about why this guy sings like this. Like, I don't mean the falsetto, but I was like, what the fuck is with his and accent? What a weirdo. The delivery's just fucking weird. There's yeah, a weird it track. It's uh, like Goofy Queen. On the, like, the deluxe uh, edition uh, of this album that's on Spotify, there's a few bonus tracks, and there's a live track of, I think, Amateur Hour from like, it's, 1975. It's, I, I accidentally listened to that, and they're and like, We're, everybody's got to calm down a little bit. He, he, it, it's uh, uh, Russell Talks before the song, and it was before I uh, looked him up or anything. I was just first listen. His accent was so weird. I was like, where are these guys from? Like, Zanzibar? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, oh, no, L.A. Like, but, like, the way like the way you sing is one thing, but, like, the way he introduced the song, him talking, it was the strangest, like, his accent just sounded, like, foreign. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Some yeah. people like, from, have you Nondescriptly ever, foreign. Some people from L.A. talk kind of weird. I mean, I have a very Western accent. Have you ever heard, um... What's his face? Danny Elfman speak like not mm-hmm. saying, but like talk mm-hmm. normally. 
he has a really strange accent. Like yeah, imagine, he... imagine how I talk, right? How I pronounce vowels, but not with a vocal fry and without the up talk. When you talk, I know that you're from the United States of America. Okay, it's fair. <laughs> That's not completely space. fair. Not, not, <laughs> not South Africa. The, the moon's version of Zanzibar. Yeah. <laughs> have has anybody ever been to a concert where they they saw someone sing and then they saw them talk and they're like wait what what just happened like oh, someone sure. else yeah, yeah. Do, who would you say um, the the thing that comes to my mind is i went to see murder city devils and spencer how does, how does <laughs> yeah. he like, because he's like yeah. and then we start Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming to the show. And he's like, has glasses that he like pushes up. And it's like, thanks for coming to our show. I appreciate. And he's like, no, not You know, like he just has that like real deep voice. And you're just like, what is, who is, how did this happen? I, I thought of one. Uh, years ago, I saw uh, Three Inches of Blood at oh. the Bluebird in, yeah. in Bloomington. And, and his vocal voice, it's power metal. And he sings in operatic falsetto. But uh, uh, backstage, he's like, oh, hey, man, my name's Cam. Can I get you a beer? <laughs> <laughs> I have I have one. I saw Vice Tricks open for Unknown Henson a few years ago. And I've never seen Vice Tricks before, but they're, you know, for our listeners, they're kind of like social distortion. So he's like all singing like Mike Ness. And then the singer's dad walks in. And he just goes, he's like, hey, dad. <laughs> and Ian, Ian and I were like not into that. But as soon as he went, hey, dad, we were both like, I love this band. <laughs> you drove me home from that Three Inches of Blood show. And I puked out to your oh, car the so entire time. I got a tattoo you. after that Three Inches of Blood show. I was full of Four loco and you Jameson. Were, oh, oh, so much God. Four loco. Yeah. You've been drinking Four loco all day. Oh, goddamn oh day. Yeah, and then he puked. So I, I just stopped a, pull over several times. Was this times. Pre, pre-illegal Four loco? Uh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah the... Uh, you were... Yeah, well, I, it was the, my constitution check. I just couldn't. <laughs> I was like natural zeros every fucking time. So you Wait, dice with you? I looked That's at the bartender and he was like doing... The, he was like cut cut it cut this guy off like get him out of here I thought Jason Barrett was the bartender yeah. at that point Jason Barrett was when Jason Barrett leave. cuts us off oh wow <laughs> that's bad well how do you do yeah dude I, I was hanging slept out on my couch at the merch booth after that show are you and, trying to show and, us your tattoo you got oh yeah no Colin uh, McClain hangs up he's like hey, oh, hey man great show and I was like thank you and he's like you want a tattoo? And I was like, sure. <laughs> and we just walked down to the tattoo studio and he wrote Mother, Ma- Mama Succeeded. Mother, so Mother Succeeded. Mother Succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> it's all janky because we were both at the same show. It looks I love it. fine. It looks like it says Marna Succeeded. It does. But yeah. I love that it says Mama Succeeded. That's hilarious. <laughs>
mañana, monsieur. Hasta mañana, monsieur. Kimono, my house. That's the only thing he could say. It's the only thing he could. Hasta mañana, monsieur. They're two different languages. So, you know, you tell me. He's trilingual. He'll try anything once. Twice. Okay, did anybody find in their research the relationship between Rosemary Clooney and one of the males? Because I had read it in one place. Miguel Ferrer's mom? And it was a, it was like an aunt or a cousin or something like that. Okay, I just want to make sure no one else found that. So when you say males, you mean last name M-A-E-L, Ron yeah. and Russell. Yes. yes. But the males it's hard are, over the phone. Over it has, the, they're over the phone. Jewish. Over the phone. She's I'm like, not. Oh. How? I, I <laughs> She's not Jewish. I... Look, I saw it in one place, and I just wanted to make confirm that no one else had found that. So Rosemary Clooney is somehow related to the males. Hold on, I'm in, a... in in one place I found the lead singer and the someone mentioned that, well, but, they're related but to each no, other. no yes, other place I can find it. I don't think that's true because I don't think so either. Because Rosemary Clooney was uh, is obviously related to George Clooney. They're from like here. And uh, Rosemary Clooney. But it is L.A. Wait, is George Clooney Rosemary's baby? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) No, but uh, no, no, he's not. Rosemary Clooney's not his mother. No, no, he's the son of the devil. She was married to Jose Ferrer, and Jose Ferrer is Puerto Rican. He's not Jewish either. And I only know this because I really love Albert Rosenfield from Twin Peaks because I fucking suck. Uh, So I googled like. I love Albert too. He's my favorite character, but like uh, Miguel Ferrer is Jose Ferrer's son, uh, and so yeah, there's no way they could be related because. Rosemary Clooney's not married to anybody Jewish or related to anybody Jewish. Okay. Mm. Madness. Just saying. I know a lot about this stuff. Well, marriage? Muff, a.k.a. No. Mervin. Woodwind. Woodwind. Mervin Woodwind. <laughs> uh, sign <laughs> Sparks. Wait, is Muff short for Mervin? Muff is short look. for Mervin. So you're telling oh. me that I can start calling my cat Muff. Yes. Ben's cat is named Mervin. Hold on. And I, was, I thought you were seven steps ahead. No, I didn't name my cat after the uh, Steve Woodward's <laughs> brother. I named it after my grandpa. Aww. Why are you trust? Muff? Yes, so you can call your cat Muff. And Mervyn Winwood uh, is so astute that he later signed other amazing artists like Terrence Trent D'Arby. Oh, no shit. Yep. He knows I'd talent when he sees well. it. Yeah, I would wish all over that well. Yeah. I still do. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of the few that will wish in that well. I'm not afraid to say it. I, I went down a, a bit of a uh, a Sparks rabbit hole today, and I I read that so like they, they grew up in in like L.A. suburbs. Uh, they're Pacific Palisades. Pacific Palisades, and like obviously like they're into music growing up. And L.A. in the mid '60s when they're growing up is such a I'm sure L.A. is always a, a hotbed of musical activity, but like. Especially in the mid '60s, you've got all that stuff like the the whole Phil Spector Gold Star scene, Beach Boys, and absolutely. So the, there's a, a, a concert film. Was it was it? It was like the the TNT. Oh man, I didn't write it down. It's okay. The TNT Music Factory. No, no. It, <laughs> yes, the it's TNT gonna make you sweat till you bleed. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like it was like a, like a Phil oh, Spector backed uh, like the Tammy show. Yeah. Uh, but it was like the TNT music show, a concert film, and like the Ronettes played, and all, all these other people played. Bo Diddley plays. But I had heard that in the crowd, you can see uh, Ron and Russell male. Ten years before come on to my house in 1965, so I, I frame by framed that thing. Every crowd scene, I, I paused and I frame by framed, and I found it. There, 
you can't, if, if you know what you're looking for, they're sitting right next to each other. <laughs> you just draw a little toothbrush mustache on one of them and some shaggy hair on the other one, and that is fucking Sparks. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's Frank the, Zappa also there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, it's a uh, big TNT show. Yeah, from 1965. Yeah. Yeah. Frank, Frank Zappa's in there too, and uh, I, I forget the guy's name, but... Uh, uh, the L.A. garage rock band, uh, The Seeds. Nice. Apparently, the, the front man for The Seeds. You can also find him in the crowd if you're looking for him. So cool. Damn, yeah. everybody was there. Um, what do you think, Rob? What do you think about this album? Do, do we even need to go around? I don't or, know. Or I think it's a hard like, positive. Did Sparks ever tour with Roxy Music? If not, why not? I don't know if they did. I don't Monsters of I, I would, I would go to that Glam. show. <laughs> and uh, Sparks moved to UK. These, are bo- these albums came out the same year. They both were charting. Uh, uh, Rocks and Music was charting. Uh, this Tone Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us was charting in the UK. Come on, music industry. <laughs> I, I, Put I, this package together so, for me and also build me a time machine. So you say <laughs> so uh, like, rock, Rocks and Music and Sparks touring uh, to bring back to my Brian Setzer fine fairy thing. <laughs> I used to get Sparks and Roxy Music confused all the time. Oh, I don't... Huh. I, I did not know the difference between the two. And now I... Certainly fucking do. I will tell you this much. I love this record. It's an A plus in my book. But if you ever see me staring off into space, uh, there's a good chance that uh, talent uh, is uh, an asset. (laughs) That little bell thing is going through my head. (laughs) Oh, the do do do. Ding, 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 ding. It's probably what's going on, but uh, no, this this album's great. Listen to more fucking sparks, you sad Then you did a ringtone. Yeah. Bang 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 bang. I put I I put that as an alarm, honestly. Oh yeah, absolutely. That you never want to wake up. I I would be pumped to wake up. I'm like, I gotta get out of bed so I can play more Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> sparks Town, baby. Uh, apparently, this album was a huge influence on Morrissey. Hmm. So much so that he wrote an open letter as as a 15 year old. He wrote an open letter oh to, to to New Music Express and I mean uh, about. How much uh, he was into Come On to My House. What There's also nerd. Bjork's, one of her favorite records. No, I, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. a lot read, of sense. I read Nirvana, too. What? Like, but they were, they were, were into other... a lot of cool stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Johnson, he loved half Sparks. Japanese and Shonen yeah. Knife yeah. and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. Dude, uh, guitarist from Red Hot Chili Peppers, real like, real. was For very, very into uh, the way this dude played uh, guitar. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Awesome. And, and so this cord. guitar player is Adrian Fisher, and he was one of the the Brits that they put together after they they, they moved. And his guitar work is really good. It, it reminds me of like the like the Mick Ronson work. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. And I, you know, I'm into the Mick Ronson work. Well, who isn't into the Mick Ronson work? <laughs> I bet we could find some nerds. <laughs> Screw those guys. Fight! 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 No. <laughs> All right, Sparks is awesome. Yeah, hard just li- positive. Just listen to this album, seriously. So oh. Don't listen to this podcast. Listen to this, this <laughs> yeah, album. Yeah. Turn you, it off right now. You can't dislike this album. No, we're done awesome. anyway. Yeah. Nobody yeah. Doesn't this like is a really Sparks. good time to turn us off and turn on Sparks. If you're on Spotify, should be right next to one another. Yeah. All right, next time we'll be talking about Super Tramp, Crime of the Century. Oh. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim.